Welcome to On Air with Russell of Hotels, where we talk about everything hospitality, from hotels to influencers and everything in between. We will feature guest interviews with hospitality professionals who will share their experiences. Your host, Russell Edmond, has spent over 25 years in the hospitality industry, beginning his career with Marriott International in hotel operations, before moving into the sales arena and becoming a relationship building director of sales and marketing. Russell then went to the other side as a hospitality entrepreneur. He now consults in the hotel and meeting space, which includes being the CEO of Russell of Hotels Group. Did I mention he was a veggie foodie? Yes, Russell is always looking for good non-meat eats. Please welcome your host, Russell Edmond. Good afternoon and thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels. I hope today, I hope you're doing well today, right? Let me turn that up a little bit. I like to hear myself echo in the background uh, as the music's playing. So hope all is well. Happy Tuesday to you. Today is Tuesday, December 14th. It's almost Christmas. It is. Well, I'm not even going to say that. I was about to say something else, but... I don't even talk about that day, but anyway, but it's almost Christmas. That's all we need to know about, right? So Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, you know, that kind of stuff. So, uh, you know what? I got some favorite Christmas music I've been kind of playing with. I don't know if I'm going to play it on the show or not, but I'm sure everyone's interested in saying um, or hearing like, I wonder what Russell's favorite Christmas tunes are. I'm sure there's someone out there. But if we get to it, if I have time, you know, maybe I'll share a couple songs with you. I, I bet you won't be surprised. Um, but anyway, you never know, right? But anyway, thank you so thank you so much for joining. It's show number, and in fact, let me click on this. What am I doing? Boom, there you go, on air with Russell of Hotels, show number 138. We're all about hashtag hospitality unplug, which means we talk about everything hospitality, the good, the bad, the ugly. We talk about restaurants, we talk about hotels, we talk about, you know, influencers, travel journalists, um, CVBs, XYZs, one, two, threes. No, I'm, I'm being funny and silly. But no, we, we talk about a little bit of everything, the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, we all like to think that, you know, hospitality industry is always great. It's always perfect. No, it's not. Okay. We got to deal with some mess every now and then. Well, they got to deal with some mess. Okay. Uh, on the property side. But I guess, you know, as a meeting planner or as a hotel site selection, you deal with some stuff too, right? Maybe hotels don't get back to you as fast as they should. Or, you know, they tell you one thing and, you know, you ask them again that same question. They're like, oh, no, I never said that. <laughs> oh, we don't have that available now. You know, so there's always something going on. And, you know, that was just a funny example. Okay, not that that happens all the time, but every now and then that stuff does happen. And they know what I'm talking about. So, uh, you know, I'm not I, I would never say anything that's not true on this show. OK, never. OK, so uh, and I, I'll say it as a joke, but but, you know, there's some stuff that goes on that they know. Um, but anyway, we're not in it. Well, I'm not here for that. So anyway, so <laughs> let me get into it. OK, real quick. Uh, we did have a, a guest that was going to come on today, but she had a family emergency uh, and she we had to reschedule it. So Zana Usher, Zana, Zana, Z-A-N-A, you know, I always pronounce it Zana, but no, it's Zana, Zana. OK, so she's not going to be on today. Uh, she did have, a, like I said, an emergency, family emergency. So I hope everything goes well for her and her family. Um we we have to continue on, right? So, but um, but she's in our thoughts and prayers. But we we gotta move forward. Um, and then also just a real quick, um, I'm like, uh, and I'm only mentioning this because you know she had put this on some social media platforms. Um, my sincere condolences go out to uh, Jeanette Seha, who is a, a friend. Um, uh, she's a travel journalist. Uh, she's been on the show maybe once or twice. Um, back when I first started, she was probably one of the first guests that I had on. Well, she lost her, her dad, uh, this morning. So I just want to, uh, like I said, my sincere condolences to her and her family on uh, the loss of their father. So, um, so yeah. So if you guys know Jeanette, you know, say a prayer for her or, you know, 
send her some good thoughts over there because, you know, dealing with death, you know, that's, it ain't easy, okay, as we all know. So, but anyway, so our thoughts and prayers are with Jeanette. Say hi. So um, that's it. Uh, let's, okay, so moving forward, let's see, industry news. You know what, I'm not, the, the industry news I'm going to do today has to do with Connect, okay, because some people know that last week, uh, last, it went Thursday through Friday, it was the first time I got out and connected with, you know, hoteliers, other meeting planners, you know, CVBs. Uh, so Connect Southwest is a conference for suppliers, which are the hotel people in the Convention of Visitors Bureaus, uh, and then for the the buyers or meeting planners or hotel site selection people like myself. Okay, so it's a, a conference where they merge those two people together or those two types of people together where they can network, you know, build relationships, talk about business if they have any, maybe share RFPs or requests for proposals and things like that. Um, and then they can find out about each other. Like I can find out about one's destination. They can find out about the needs that I have for particular meetings and things like that. So uh, I'm going to talk about that, right? Just for, you know, just for a couple minutes. Let me just check to make sure. I don't think I have any comments. And remember that the show here on Air with Russell Hotels is is interactive. So if someone wants to make a comment, um, say something, whatever, you know, ask me a question, you're more than welcome to because it's all about the connection. It's all about networking. It's all about all that stuff. Okay, so if you're, if you want to say something at the very minimum, you're going to get a shout out. I'm going to say, hey, thanks for joining in. But I don't see any at this moment. Um, let me just because sometimes, you know, I got a new phone, too. I got a, the iPhone uh, 13 and I'm still trying to figure this darn thing out. But um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Hold on. Hold on one second. Let me see if this gives me some comments here. Um Oh, well, there gives me comments, but sometimes, you know, I got a new phone, too. I got a, the iPhone uh, 13, and I'm still trying to figure it out. Sorry about that. Let me turn that up. See, I'm still trying to figure out this phone. So, obviously, the the video on live on LinkedIn is a de- is delayed, okay? Because I've said that like 10 minutes ago, and now it's just not repeating. <laughs> but anyway, let me repeat that. Um the show is live on LinkedIn, okay? Uh, after the show is over, it will be put on YouTube. It will be put on Facebook. It will be put on Twitter. It will be put on all my social media platforms as well as it becomes a podcast. So uh, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, Overcast, Apple Podcast, it will be on all those casts, okay? All cast. Okay, so it would be in all those different things. Uh, And we're all about connecting people and collaboration. And I already mentioned the hashtag Hospitality Unplugged. So I just want to make sure that I didn't forget anything. So my comments are ready. So if you have comments, feel free to make comments. Whoever those two people. Oh, actually, four people now. Hey, four people. So. um, (laughs) So what I was saying earlier, unless you just came in, uh, Miss Zana Usher will not be on today because she had a family emergency. So we're going to reschedule her for the I'm going to say the 28th. Okay, yes, because I have someone next week. I got Monty Roberts next week. So uh, Zana will be here uh, next uh, on the 28th. So two weeks from today. Okay, so there you go. So, okay, so I'm at. Uh, connect okay and you're meeting you know you're re I guess reconnecting getting reacquainted with people because you haven't seen them I mean in my case I have not attended a um, say one of those functions or a sales related function or hospitality related function meeting planning related function whatever you want to call it in 19 months so it was just good to, to to see those see some of the same people of course it's always great to meet new people because there was uh, quite a few new people that I never met before that I met with. Now I had 15, no, I had a total of 30 appointments, So, but each day. So I had 15 on Thursday and and 15 on Friday. Um, so that's where the 30 came from, you know, 15 and 15 is 30. And then, uh, <laughs> then um, oh, there's six minutes apiece. Okay, so each appointment you get a total of six minutes per person. So it's just like speed dating. If you've ever done it, 
I've never done speed dating, but I've seen it done on TV before. So I would assume it's the same thing. Okay. So you get six minutes to talk about me. I talk about myself because, uh, you know, I let them lead, you know, what's going on. Um, you know, okay, well, tell us about yourself. So I, you know, tell them about myself, how I started my business, what my background is in a couple seconds. And then, you know, what I have, meaning what type of business I may have for that particular hotel. Well, most of them, I didn't have anything because some of them were out of state. Some of them were up north in the last a couple of leads that I had or RFPs were for one was for Long Beach, which I did give that to my contact with the Long Beach CVB. And then I have two leads for Miami and one for Italy, Rome, Italy. Okay. So, so those are leads that I have. So no one was there from, from Rome. Okay. And no one was there from Miami because it was connect California. So I, I was only limited to, you know, the, the, the business that I had for Long Beach and that was a specific to Long Beach is for a track meet and the track meet is t- taking place in Long Beach. OK, so some people, you know, some of the other people that are in California, they were like, OK, I see you have this, you know, this lead because, you know, you let people know that you if you have an, a lead that you need, you know, to place somewhere, you let them know up front. And, you know, they already knew that. And I'm like, well, unfortunately, it's only for. Long Beach because it's for a track meet and it has to be at you know, one of the high schools in Long Beach. And there's a couple schools that are coming in total of maybe, maybe about 60 room nights or whatever that are coming in. So, you know, you got to explain that uh, about what about, you know, they'll always ask you about additional business. Okay. So that's that, but do you have any additional business? I said, well, yeah, of course I do. Um, but you never know when it's going to come in. Right. Right now I don't have anything, but you know, and it's funny, I, I was saying, on Thursday, I was telling people, well, I only have the 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 um, the track and field group, right, for Long Beach. That's the only thing I had. But I said, at any time, I can get any leads at all. You know, I, I can get more leads. It's just, you know, you don't know. I, I don't control them. And just when I went to my room, I get a text from an old client of mine um, that needed some rooms in Miami and needed some rooms in Italy. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, you just never know. It didn't help the people that were at the event Thursday or Friday, but, you know, but now I've already sourced that out to uh, some hotels in Miami. I just got some leads back and I did it on C-Vent. Okay. Um, So I did it on C-Vent, got some leads just right before the show. uh, And then I have to source some things out in Italy, which I've never done an international group before. So this is going to be interesting, right? Uh, I got to call my girl Marie and ask her because she does a lot of um, international groups. So that's one good thing to know about if you are, um, say, you're a meeting planner uh, or hotel site selection person, which that's what I call myself. And you never done a meeting um, or got rooms anywhere outside of the U.S. You know, there's people that have and you got to, you know, ask for help when you when you need that. Because, like I said, I've never booked outside of the continental U.S., So Marie has, so I'm going to contact her and say, Hey, how do I do this? How do I do that? You know, and and it's okay, right? It's okay to ask for help. It's all about, remember I said, it's all about collaboration, connecting and collaboration. So even though we do the same things, that doesn't mean it's taking away from someone helping you. And I had to learn, I kind of learned that the hard way. Right. And, um, I remember Sam Thompson, who was a good friend. He's a meeting planner, has his own meeting planning company. Um, and for a while, I would not on my show. I didn't want other meeting planners on my show because they could take, I was thinking they could take away from me. Right. But, you know, he kind of, he kind of opened my eyes to some things. He said, Hey, you never know how we can work together because his company doesn't just do site selection. They do uh, management of meetings or, or the conference. I don't do management. Right. So, Say I come across a group that needs not only they need the rooms, they need the space, they need me to do the contract, they do need to do all that, but they also may need someone to manage or a team to manage the conference or the the convention or what a trade show or whatever it is. I don't do that. I can bring Sam because that's what his expertise is. That's what his company does. So you can collaborate with people, although on the surface you think. Oh, they do the same thing as me. So it's, it's kind of competition, right? Well, after he kind of opened my eyes to that, ain't no competition out there. We're all going to collaborate 
on something. Okay, so so there you go. So that you know what? In, in fact, Sam just came back. He was at he's at an event today. I saw him. So shout out to Sam Thompson. Okay, for keeping it real. Okay, so he definitely kept it real for me. So thank you, Sam. And you just Sam deserves a a round of applause, right? So there you go. But um, OK, so that's that with the um, the conference. So, like I said, it was a two day conference. They had a couple of events. Um, they had a, a dinner uh, at the Cove in Long Beach, which is this. It's, it's an outside space, but it's covered. It's an outside covered space. It's like a the cover or the top of it is like an overpass like or a parking lot. But they just I mean, you talking about somebody creative. How does someone just be creative with this particular space. I mean, you have to see it, but it works. It's great. I've been there several times. Every event that I've been there has been spot on. So Long Beach does a great job of using space that you didn't even think could be used for an outside venue. Okay. So great job, Long Beach. They had food trucks. They had food. Well, of course, if they had food trucks, they got food. Uh, They had entertainment. They had a DJ. Um, so it was great. It was great. So Long Beach did a great job and you know, Long Beach is one of my favorite destinations. So they always, they, they never disappoint. Okay. So great job, Long Beach. Um, so, you know, that's what I do. I give shout out and, and kudos where they're warranted. Um, let's see, where am I now? So I just want to quick, a quick shout out to a couple people that I reconnected with, you know, like I said, at the very minimum, people get a shout out because that's just, that's just what Russell of Hotels does, right? So quick shout out to Liz Elizabeth uh, Ishioka and oh, I'm sorry, Liz Ishioka is with the, and I just found out that she was there because last time I knew she was in a, at a hotel in Century City. Now she's at the Doubletree downtown LA and I needed a contact there. And Liz, I mean, I, I knew she was going to be there. Um, and I guess I knew that she was at this new hotel, but I hadn't talked to her or connected with her since then. So it was good to connect with her because she just actually started there maybe about, a, I think she said a month ago. So that was great. So Liz Ishioka, Ishioka, she's the DOSM with the Doubletree downtown LA and Seymour. Now, and Seymour, <laughs> Ann and I go way back, okay? Um, and she she seems to think that her and I went to we both attended Cal Poly Pomona. OK, but at different times, because as I always tell Ann, you're and you're older than I am. I mean, no, we didn't go to school together. We worked together, but we didn't go to school together. OK, so I always have to say that. And she always has a hard time with that for some reason. I don't know why. But Ann Seymour. Um, yeah, we worked together. We opened up a couple hotels together. We did go to Cal Poly together, but it was at different times. Okay. So, and Seymour, she's with the Riverside CVB, um, her sidekick or her, um, sales manager, uh, twin, twin win. She was there. So shout out to her. Ronnie Palma started her own meeting planning company. Uh, it's called Ronnie Palma and company. So she was there. Quick shout out to her, Matt Bark. He's with Palm Springs. I know I've done business with these people or I know them. So that's why I'm giving them the shout outs. And cause I kind of met with them. So I'm giving people shout outs. Okay. So just in case you want to know. So Matt Bark with Palm Springs, Debbie Vale. She's with Pasadena. You know, Pasadena is more than just uh, the Rose Bowl and the Rose Parade. Okay. Pasadena is a destination that you need to take a look at. You know what I mean? If you they have a convention center, um, they have great space over there. They have hotels. They have, all, they have a, a, a serious food scene, bar scene. Um, so it, check out, uh, you know, uh, Pasadena if you need something in the Pasadena area. And that's, like I said, my girl just called Debbie Vale, V-A-I-L, and just say, hey, Russell of Hotel sent me. She'll take care of you. Anna Kim. Uh, now she, Anna Kim went to Cal Poly, too, but not at the same time as I did. Okay, I was a little older than Anna. Okay, so Anna Kim. She's with um, L.A. Tourism, been there for years. Um, so it's always great to see Anna Kim. And I already said Twin Wind with uh, uh, Riverside. Flavia Oliveira, she was there. Now, now Flavia, she, now she was at a different hotel last time I saw her. But now she's at, now, yeah, she was at a hotel. I can't think of the hotel, but it's in Santa Cruz. But now she's the director of sales and marketing of visit Santa Cruz. So she's at the CVB in Santa Cruz. So 
Congratulations, Flavia. Debbie Magna, she is with Visit Costa Mesa. It's in Orange County. And she said she promised that she's going to be on the show. Okay, so I'm going to hold you to that, Debbie. Andrea Schmidt. Now, I met Andrea before. Um, she's with Visit Anchorage, you know, as in Anchorage, Alaska. So, and I got to tell her that I actually been to Alaska now. So we had a conversation about, you know, what I thought about Alaska. I thought it was great. Uh, I would definitely go back again. If I have any groups, I'm definitely calling her. So any groups that want to go to Alaska, uh, Anchorage, let me know. I'll hook you up. Um, Carol Manning Kim, she's with Oakland CVB. Now, I've never met Carol before, but she was, it was like I'd known her. You know, she was so, she was funny. She was jovial, you know, just like I am. So, and we had a good laugh. We're name dropping. Okay. So that was fun. Uh, Tina Marie Honor. Now she, I just met her for the first time too. She's with Live Nation. Now, I, one thing I did not know is that Live Nation, you know, Live Nation, they manage all the, a lot of the concerts that go on here in the U.S., probably in the world. So, you know, like, I can't think of the, I don't know if they do the Hollywood Bowl, but it would be like a, like a, uh, they do the Palladium. They do, they manage the Palladium for all the bands and things like that. Well, what she does, meaning this Tina Marie Honor, for private events, those same venues can be used as private events, which I, I kind of knew that, but I never knew, I never had a contact. So I'm like, God, I need a contact with that because every now and then someone will ask me just off the cusp, hey, do you know, you know, we're trying to get into this, you know, whatever, the Palladium, and I don't know anyone there. Do you happen to know anyone there? Well, at that point, I didn't, but guess what? I know now. I know T- Tina Marie. So it's always good to go to these things. Um, you get to, like I said, reconnect, reacquaint, whatever, get some new contacts, new blood and uh, Tina Marie. So thank you so much for, you know, I met with her for the six minutes and she gave me all some good information. So I can, you know, now I can speak intelligently when someone asks me about, you know, some of the concert venues that are here in the LA, but she handles not just LA, San Diego. I think she's actually based in San Diego. She handles everything in the United States. So I have a whole list of places that, so it doesn't, it's just not limited to LA. I have a list of all the venues and if she can't help you, she has a counterpart that can. So there you go. And then last, but certainly not least, Miss Shannon White. Now she's with visit the LBC, visit Long Beach. So, um, so when I had the lead that I had for the track team, I contacted Miss Shannon White and she took care of it for me. So she sent out the leads. So the CVB it's a free service that people do not even realize. So CVBs are basically the arm of the city that for tourism. Okay. So not just tourism, but uh, business development, they do all that stuff. Right. So their job is to promote the entire destination, not just one entity, not just the hotels, not just the restaurants, but what about, you know, the small mom and pop business businesses that are popping up too, popping up. Mom and Bob, um, all those things. So economic development, they're that engine. They, they, they keep the economic development going. A lot of people don't know that. They don't realize what their role is, um, but I do. And one thing that I do is when I have a lead, I contact my, C, my CVB or tourism partner, and they will um, send out the leads for me. Okay, so I don't have to, con- I don't have to call 12 hotels in Long Beach. I just contact um, Shannon and Shannon does that for me. And that's what most CV, all CVBs do that. Right. So if there's a CVB tourism board, every city has them, even some smaller, you know, like Costa Mesa. I mean, that's Debbie Magnus, right? She has it. Riverside has one. Ontario has it. Um, and I'm just mentioning towns or cities in, in, in California, Palm Springs, you know, they have a, Matt Bark is there. I mean, all of them have that. So, um, but just in case you don't want to do all that, just contact me and this is the best way to do it, right? Just contact Russell of hotels and Russell of hotels will do that for you. But, but yeah, they're a great resource. You know, who else knows, you know, when restaurants are going to open or, you know, what protocols are for the city or for the destination. I mean, you have to contact your CVB person. So now they have more, I would say more power, 
but they maybe more authority over what's going on because they're in constant connection with the city officials. Right. So, so they would be that laser. So the hotel people rely on the CVB to tell them what's going on within the city or what they can and can't do. So that's the, you know, that's what the beauty of a, a CVB or a tourism board is that you can get information that you didn't think you can get before, right? Hotel people may not know it. And it's no knock against the hotel people. It's just that that's not what their, that's not their job, right? Their job is to, to d- deal with the hotel stuff, the, the crap that goes on with the hotel. The CVB people, their, their job is to deal with the crap that goes on with the CVB or the hotel. I like that word crap. But anyway, um, <laughs> So that's that. So I just wanted to, you know, kind of throw that in there. And then also I want to talk about some travel tips. Okay. So I've been, I don't know if you guys follow me on social media or not. You should like, um, Instagram. I've been posting a lot on Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, of course, and then, um, Twitter. So, and then YouTube as well. I have a YouTube channel. So, I don't know. It started last week where I came up with these. I was going to say, should they be uh, holiday tips, holiday travel tips, or just tips in general that you can be, you can use any time of year. So I said, you know what? It's during the holidays, but I'm just going to, I just labeled them travel tips by Russell of hotels. Okay. So I'll give you a couple that I, some of these I put out already. Some of them I did not Um, book the destination first, then the hotel. Because you need to know what you're going to be doing in that destination, right? So say that you're going, I'm going to use L.A. as an example. Say you're, you want to go to Hollywood and you want to spend, you want to do Hollywood, you want to do Universal Studios, uh, you know, any, everything that has to do with Hollywood you want to do, right? So that's going to take, say, two or three days. And you're only going to be there four days, okay? So you will want, when you want to stay in that area, if you're going to spend most of your time there, so that's what I mean by book the destination, know the destination, know what you're going to be doing and then book a hotel close to that because L.A. is spread out. Right. So L.A. has the beach. It has. I mean, if you wanted to go to Disneyland, which is not in Los Angeles, it's about 30 miles outside of Los Angeles. Right. So it's in Orange County. So that's a whole day or maybe a couple of days if you're doing different you know, parks. So that could be a three day thing or two day thing or maybe just one day if you just want to do the main Disneyland. So. Um, make sure you know what you're going to do before you actually plan. Because I see and hear a lot of people just driving around um, trying to get to these different, (laughs) these different locations to, to do all these touristy things, but they're wasting time being on the freeway. Right. If they had just planned it out, like, okay, the bulk of what we're going to be doing is going to be in Hollywood and Universal Studios. So let's get a hotel there. Yeah, we're going to go to Disneyland, but that's going to be a one-day thing. We'll drive to Disneyland and come back. So you should have a, you know, your home base, if you will, okay? This is home base. This is where we're going to spend most of our time because this is where we're spending most of our time during this vacation, right? Yeah, we may have some, we may go to the beach, we may go there, but the bulk of what we're going to be doing, we're going to be doing, we're there for five days, three of those days, we're going to be in Hollywood. So I would... Me, I would have a hotel around Hollywood. So that's one. Um, Book your hotel early for the best rates. Always book direct. I always say this, right? So book hotel early. What's early? Early can be, I mean, when you find out you're going to be going. So if that's six months, then book six months. If that's three weeks, you know, do that. But the the further you are out, the cheaper the rate's going to be because rates are being evaluated on a daily basis. Uh, some hotels will tell you, well, we do it three weeks out, but a good revenue management manager will probably be looking stuff, you know, probably within that six month period. And they're looking for blips, meaning, you know, business is going up, business is going down and they will set their rates accordingly. So, cause rates, I mean, hotels rooms are a commodity. So, you know, if, if, if the, if the demand is going up, you know, well, they're going to increase the room rate. If the demand is going down, they may probably keep the rate the way it is. Uh, very seldom do they go down on rates, but they do. It does happen every now and then. But, but like I said, whenever you find out that you're going to a destination, book the hotel and just look at the cancellation 
policies or what their, their yeah the con- cancellation policies. I mean, if you if you find another hotel cheaper or whatever, or you're not going to go, then cancel it. I mean, most of them are what two days, three days, seventy two hours or whatever. Get out in seventy two hours. If you booked it six months ago and then you got you know up until seventy two hours the day before you come in to cancel it. So when you find out, book it. Okay, book the hotel and always book direct. The best way to do it is book direct. Go to the website, call that 800 number, whatever it is. If that's IHG, which is Intercontinental, like um, Holiday Inns, um, um, Hyatt, Marriott, um, Hilton, whatever it is. If it's even independent hotels, like the Standard or the Mondrian, whatever it is, uh, the Beverly Garland, the, Be- yeah, the Garland, whatever it is, book those hotels direct. Don't use the third parties. You know, the third parties would be like Expedia and all those because uh, they ain't the best rates. Okay. I don't care what you say. They ain't, you know, I'm using, that's my proper English. They ain't the best rates. Okay. So just remember that. I'm going to take a drink of water here. I've been talking a little bit here. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, do, do, do. Yeah. You want to find out where, what the hotel is near. I already mentioned that traveling with your family. You need some things for the family. You need a rollaway bed or crib. Make sure you contact the hotel and let them know that that's what you need on this day for this many days. I need a roll away or a crib or, or whatever. Okay. That's the time to do that because those things can go. They don't have rollaways and cribs just coming out of, you know, just everywhere, right? So you need to reserve those things. So if those things are important, uh, you need to make sure you ask for those as well. Check hours of operations uh, for the hotel restaurants because, you know, because of COVID and all that stuff, some restaurants may not be open. If it's a hotel or resort that has multiple restaurants, you want to make sure, look at the website, call them uh, direct, ask them, you know, is this going to be open? Because you don't want to show up and, late night or whatever. And normally they got 24 hour room service and they don't have it. So just kind of find that out. Uh, ask, ask questions. Uh, let's see. Check hotel reviews before booking. Now I check them because of, excuse me. Um, I check them because of the negative reviews, meaning if there's things that are going on, you know, they've had problems with this problems with that. Uh, and nothing is being done about it. You don't get any response. You don't see any feedback from the hotel itself. That's an issue. Okay. So if you see comments that are negative and never anything from a hotel person that is trying to take care of the situation, well, I will steer away from that. That's an issue. And if there's multiple, there's more than, you know, two or three of the same things, you know, the loud noises and all this kind of stuff. Well, that tells me that's a party hotel. Why would you want to stay there? Okay. Unless you join the party. Right. So like I said, consecutive negative comments on a hotel review, I, I would not book there. And remember those three and four star, whatever they do on these, some of these reviews have nothing to do with the real rating of a hotel. Okay. Is it a three diamond hotels are ranked in diamonds. They're not ranked in stars. Okay. Google and you know, uh, what is it? TripAdvisor and Expedia and all them, they use a star system. But who even knows what that means? No one knows what it means. So I say, oh, well, they, they got a, you know, they got four out of five stars. What the hell does that mean? It means nothing. Okay, it means something to them, but to they, they completely turn the narrative um, for hotel guests. And even some hotel people have even joined in with them to say, Oh yeah, we, we get three, st- we're three. St- what, what do you mean? No, you're either three diamond, four diamond, a five diamond, five diamond is a luxury hotel. Okay. Now they may be ranking you on their service and things like that. That's where that stuff comes in. But like I said, that's someone else's way of doing it. So I don't, like I said, I only look at the negative comments. Does this hotel have good comments or negative comments? Not the the stars and all this stuff. So I'm looking for the verbiage, and I'm looking what for the the numbers that a hotel assigned itself. Okay, and just remember, hotels in the U.S. are ranked on diamonds, not stars. 
Okay? And Sorry about that. I seem to, you know, have a have a slightly runny nose. <laughs> Woo, that was a good one. Um check alternate airports, okay? People flying to LAX, right? This is something that just just got me just the other day. I don't I don't know why I was thinking about this, but um I'm like probably I was watching all the planes go in and out of LAX, right? I'm like there's five airports um, within 45 miles of downtown LA, there's LAX, of course, there's Burbank, there's Long Beach, there's Ontario, and there's John Wayne, which is in Orange County, which is closer to like Disneyland. Okay. So do we ever check to see flying in and out? Are those cheaper or more convenient for you than coming to LAX? I mean, is it going to be cheaper? I, I don't know. But it can be more convenient. I, I can tell you that. And convenience sometimes can equal, you know, better than money, right? I mean, if it's if you're going to spend less time getting to Long Beach, and I'm flying JetBlue to 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 Vegas rather than go to LAX, and knowing it's going to be crazy just trying to drive around there, when you can just literally get out of your car, walk across the street, and get on a plane at Long Beach Airport. I mean, I think I would rather do that. And Long Beach Airport is probably about 20, mi- 20 minutes from me, but I would rather do that. If I'm just going to if I'm going to Vegas, I would rather do that. Seriously. So check that out. I mean, like I said, a lot of people don't even realize that there are five airports within 45 minutes, uh, 45 miles of downtown L.A. So I threw that out there. My sister didn't even know that. She was like, you know, I just found out that there was a Long Beach airport. I'm like, you just found out who who could just what do you mean? She said, yeah, I, I took my friend to the airport and she said, you know, she thought she was going to go to Ontario Airport. She said, no, Long Beach. She goes, Long Beach has an airport? <laughs> yeah. And she travels a lot and didn't know that. So anyway. So <clears throat> interesting, right? So avoid traveling on peak travel days. You don't want to travel when anybody else is going. I mean, like, say the holidays. I want to say the peak travel days for now, for this month, are the 23rd and 24th. And the 28th, those are peak travel days in December for the holidays. So you don't want to travel on those days because everyone else is going to be that be doing that. Just like around Thanksgiving, you know, I think it was the day before Thanksgiving was the busiest day. There's like millions of people in the airport and tens of millions on the freeways, you know. And I know that for a fact because I drove back from Blythe, which is almost to Arizona, and had to come back. It took normally it was like a three hour drive, three Three hours and fifteen minutes. It took about six hours. Okay, so, but I do it every year. I know that I shouldn't do it, but I do it every single year. Okay, so shame on me for doing that, right? So, <laughs> shame on me. But I'm just looking to see if there's any comments or anything. No comments. That's good. Okay. Well, it's not good, but you know, we just roll with it. Um, let's see. Do I have one more for you? Do you guys use clear, you know, to, for the airport, you, you know, use clear. Let's like almost like a TSA pre-check. Clear is a little bit more expensive. Well, I think you get put in front of the TSA people, if I'm not mistaken. So clear, it costs me, I want to say, I don't know, about $200 a year. Okay. So, if you travel, I would say if you fly more than five, six times a year, I would get clear because it eliminates, unless you like standing in lines. I don't like standing in lines, okay? So it will bypass everybody in line, and it will take you. They will walk you. They practically hold your hand, okay? And they check your, your you know, once you sign up, you you know, you, you do your two fingers, boop, or you do the, what is it? The eye retina thing. Bleep. Okay. Russell Letman. Okay. All right. This way. Let me see your boarding pass. Bleep. Okay. Walk, walk this way with me. You know, they hold your hand. They walk you over right in front of the, you know, where the conveyor belt is to, to put your laptop and your luggage through the conveyor belt. So you're bypassing all these people. You can be a thousand people in line and you're bypassing all those people. So why, who would want to do that? Right. And then you're in, you're, 
through there within five minutes. Everyone else, it takes an hour to get through there. Are you kidding me? It would it could have been three hundred dollars I would have paid. Nah, maybe not. But no, nah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I don't know. But it was. I think it's about two hundred and twenty dollars, if I'm not mistaken, for clear. But um, I think it's worth it. And last but certainly not least, oh, make sure you. I don't know if you guys do this or. Maybe some people don't care, but, um, you know, your, your COVID, if you've had your vaccinations, your vaccination card, you know, you can put that on your phone, right? Um, what I, is healthvana.com, healthvana.com. You can look, find your records. You can upload it and put it into your wallet in your, your iPhone. Okay. And that way you just click that on that just in case they start asking for, you know, we need a, either a, a proof of a negative COVID test or that you have been vaccinated, whatever. You can just have it on your iPhone, click, and there it is. Okay, healthvana.com. It gives you all these choices. Um, I think most, wherever you got your shot, is probably on there somewhere. It's one of the choices. Uh, if I can find it, anyone else can find it too. So it's definitely... Um, like right now, you go to I go to SoFi Stadium, you know, new stadium, the, the Rams and Chargers, and they need you to have proof of vaccination or um, a negative COVID card. So I just everybody has their whole physical thing. You know, they're like, oh, I got my card. No, I just, you know, I always carry the phone. Blue. There you go. Oh, right. Through, right this way, sir. Thank you very much. There you go. So, um, so yeah, so healthvana.com. And then last but certainly not least, pack your mask and pack your patience. Okay, because remember hotels, restaurants, whatever, hospitality-related uh, businesses, they're still having a hard time finding employees. So don't be surprised if you go in, you got to wait a couple minutes for, like, to get checked in. Maybe there's one person behind the desk and there's like 20 people in line. Okay. Don't be surprised if that happens. Okay. Because they are having a hard time finding and staffing people or keeping it staffed. So keep your patience in line. Okay. There's going off on that front desk clerk is not going to do anything. Okay. It's not going to help you out. It's going to slow down the process. So just remember that stuff. Okay. So. What time is it? It's about one forty-six. You know what? I don't have to continue. Well, I don't have to continue. It's my show. I can, you know, do however I want to do it. But now, real quick, uh, we're we're about to we're about to close up. Let me just not close up, but um, did I do? I didn't do. Okay, oh, well, increase social media engagement. See, I've been going off on this whole thing, uh, and I forgot about all these things I normally go through. So increase social media engagement. If you're trying to increase your social media engagement, engagement, be consistent, um, add value, making sure just like I added value with the, um, with the, um, what was that? The, um, the tips, you know, maybe someone got some value from that and then add, be authentic. You know, people say, you know, be your true, be your authentic self, be true to yourself. Just be real. Okay. Don't be lying. Don't be peeing on people's head and saying it's raining. Okay. That's meaning it's lying. You're lying. Right. So just be truthful. Uh, Cause people know if you're telling the truth or not. So be consistent, add value and be authentic. Okay. Those are things that you need to do when you're trying to increase your social media engagement, hiring. Okay. Who's hiring? I'm sorry about that. I'm, I'm, I, I didn't take my allergy pills today and I didn't think I needed them, but now I think I do. Who's hiring Waldorf Astoria, Beverly Hills. Um, they're looking for a director of sales and marketing. The Conrad. Now this hotel's not open yet. Conrad Hilton, you know, that's their flagship. Uh, that one's going to be built in LA or is it being built as we speak. They're looking for a director of sales and marketing. Now they've been looking for that position for a minute. So have they not found someone? They find someone and say, well, that's not working out. Get us, some, get us somebody else in here. I don't know. Uh, Hilton LAX, they're looking for a director of security. And then the Georgian, which is my favorite hotel in Santa Monica, right there on Ocean Boulevard. Um, they're looking for a director of sales and marketing. So the Georgian Hotel in Santa Monica, 
They're looking for a director of sales and marketing. Okay, so I wonder what happened to the old one. I don't know. Nomad Eats. If you're interested in Nomad Eats, just go to the Vegan Exchange. Okay, you can find all kind of food there. You got to be here in L.A., of course. The Vegan Exchange is every Sunday, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m., 5300 Bachman Avenue in NoHo. That's North Hollywood. Man, and when I say there's some good stuff there, there's some good stuff there. Okay, so the Vegan Exchange, Vegan Exchange L.A. Uh, are we being consistent with our messaging, keeping us up to date? Are your websites up to date with whatever's going on within your hotel? If that's protocols, whatever's going on, restaurants being open and closed, whatever's going on, make sure they're up to date. Okay. Cause last thing you want is for someone to see something on your website and then go to your hotel. And it's not the case. Like they didn't say that. What is this all about? So you want to make sure that it's consistent. Let's see. What do I do? What is my thing in a noisy digital space? I keep your brand noticed. So basically uh, my job is to, well, I, I do several different things, but one of those is marketing for your hotel or promoting your brand uh, in a way that you don't do. Okay. Let's just say that. So, you know, everyone's posting or trying to post, not everyone, but some people are, but how do you get noticed? What do you do to get noticed? Are you using reels? Are you, are you using shorts? Are you, how do you do, what are you doing? Are you just doing regular postings and think that's going to, you know, do something, gather a following, you know, video, first of all, is, is, is the key reels, which is part of Instagram. That's a good thing. It's just like TikTok. Okay. Reels is basically that their answer to TikTok. Okay. So, um, and believe me, TikTok, did you know the, the, the person or the, 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 um, the group of people that, that watch TikTok more or spends more time on TikTok are mothers and their age. I want to say 25 to 35 or something like that. 25 to 30 to 45. Those are the people that look at TikTok the most. Can you believe that? So people think it's just all these kids want to dance. And the, no, the majority of people are mothers 25 to 35. Hold on one second. I have to do something one second, but hold on. Wow, that wasn't pretty. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, so mothers on TikTok, people don't know that. People think that TikTok is, oh, just a bunch of kids doing, you know, they're dancing, acting silly. No, mothers watch TikTok more than anything, probably because they want to see what their kids are doing. But, yeah, isn't that something? So, you know, I, I know that because I do my research, right? So I have a TikTok page or an account as well. And I do post things on there. It's, it's at Russell of Hotels. That's the name of it. Or that's the um, the account or the page or my whatever, my call sign or whatever. Everything with Russell of Hotels. So go to TikTok and see what I post. Because it's nothing. It's just basically almost the same thing that I would post anywhere else. It's just that um, you get maybe more views. Certain things will get more comments, more engagement for whatever reason. So TikTok has it over Instagram. Okay. Just in case you did not know, Instagram's kind of lagging on some things. TikTok is basically taking over. Okay. So mill millions of people do TikToks or watch TikTok. So, so check it out. If you've never been on TikTok, just check it out and, and see what it is or see how it works. Uh, contact information. If you want to get a hold of me, um, let me just hold on one second. So in a noisy digital space, I keep your brand noticed. I told you th that was one thing that I did. Next thing, hotel site selection. I did mention that a little while ago, how I source out meetings for people, uh, get requests for proposals. I get the proposals and then send them on to my clients. Um, so that's two things. And then I'm a show host, right? I have this show called on air with Russell of hotels. So you can see it right over there, right there, right here. Is it? Okay. See, I, I forget which finger to use. So, and did you know that Russell on air with Russell of hotels is in the top 25 of international hotel podcasts? Did you know that? I didn't know that either. I would start off as number 11. Now I'm numbers. I was number 17. I don't know where I am now, but hopefully I'm still in that top 17 somewhere, or at least the top 25, you know, it doesn't matter as long as I'm there. Right. Someone's talking about you. See, it doesn't matter 
I always learn this. Good or bad doesn't matter if someone's talking about you as long as they're talking about you. Okay, because we sometimes get caught up in, you know, they said something bad about me. Okay, but at least they're saying something, right? You're on some, you're in somebody's mouth, right? You know, have people say, you know, keep, keep, keep my mouth, keep, keep your, keep, keep my name out your mouth. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> you ever heard that before? Keep your, keep your, keep my name out your mouth. Okay. Well, I'm okay with it, good or bad. You know, you're talking about Russell Fotels. Oh, that Russell Fotels, oh, that's a jerk. Blah, 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 blah. Well, I'm not a jerk. Well, it depends on who you're talking to. But but they're talking about me, right? Because I may not be a jerk to that person that this person said I was a jerk. So they're talking about you, right? So that's what you want, especially in this world of social media. You want people to notice you. You want people to know what you do, know what you stand for. Um, you just want people to do that, right? So there you go. Uh, let's see what else, what else I must, am I going to skip this today? The sponsorship. Okay. You guys know I do videos for hotels and things like that. Let me just quickly show you this one and I'm going to come right back, but it's going to be some music, some kind of, you know, excitement and it's going to build up to this thing, but it's basically a promo that I did for a hotel. And this is like two years ago. Okay. So check this out. Boom. There you go. So at, if you're interested in something like that, you want to be a sponsor, like you see your name up here instead of mine or a backdrop that has your picture instead of some of these pictures out there, but they'll be more clear. You know, I, I did, you know, this, this, um, platform I have, it lets you blur out the background. So it just focuses on you. Right. And, and the, the, the wording or whatever. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of cool. So you wouldn't be blurred out like that, but, um, how to get a hold of me. The best way is, Russell at RussellofHotels.com is my email. That's the best way to get a hold of me. Um, what else did I have here? Follow me on LinkedIn at Russell L. Edmund. I have two pages, Russell L. Edmund and Russell of Hotels. Uh, IG at Russell of Hotels, YouTube and Twitter at Russell of Hotels. So, I mean, feel free. If you have questions or anything uh, about anything, just, you know, hit me up. Uh, like I said, at Russell Hotels, there you go. So real quick, four things to ask yourself. And I ask this every week. This is marketing. So if you're a marketing person, um, you, you have a brand. If that's the brand is you, if you work for a brand or you're an entrepreneur, what is your brand doing to stay relevant? What have you been doing to keep yourself relevant? I have a talk show every week. Okay. And then I post things consecutively on my social media pages. That's what I do to stay relevant. Okay. People need to know what Russell of hotels stands for, what Russell of hotels does. Okay. So I try to let people know what I do and by the show. And then, like I said, I reinforce that with, you know, some lives that I do during the week. Um, and then with, um, you know, the postings I do on social media. Number two, are you marketing differently or the same as before COVID? That's what BC stands for before COVID. Are you marketing the same or differently? Hopefully you're marketing differently because people have changed. Uh, we can't market the same way. You know, um, I mean, I'm just thankful that we're able to get out and meet people like we used to, at least at these conferences. But can you still go out with your clients and have dinner with them? I don't know if you can still do that or not. Um, so that's what I mean. You know, you got to be creative about how you're going to meet with your clients or talk to your clients. How do you do it? Only you know that. Number three, how are you connecting with your past or current clients or customers? I just said that. So how are you connecting with them and connect with them in the way they want to be connected with? Uh, number four, what has this situation taught you? You know, as far as, uh, the whole COVID thing and the lack of connection with people, what has it taught you? Uh, taught you to do something differently or, or to go about it a different way. Uh, there's more than one way to skin a cat. What What is that? I mean, you know, no pun intended. That's just, that's just a phrase people use. Uh, the next one, what's your link LinkedIn social, your LinkedIn SSI, which stands for, what does SSI stand for? Social selling index. Hold on one second. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Okay, so social selling index, that's what SSI stands for. So it measures the impact of your social selling efforts with LinkedIn and how effective you are with establishing your professional brand. 
Okay, so it ranks you, right? So there's a number that gives you from out of 100, okay? So I ranked, my score was 70 out of 100, okay? And it ranks you in four different categories. And those categories are establishing your personal, professional brand. That's one category. Uh, Find the right people, meaning you're linking in with the right people or connecting with the right people on LinkedIn. Uh, Engage with insights, meaning when people make comments on LinkedIn, are you making comments as well? Are you doing making comments that will add to maybe the subject or topic they're talking about? LinkedIn links for that stuff. Uh, n- number four, build relationships. Are you building relationships? Are you are people because you're making the comments? Are they more likely to want to link in with you or connect with you? I mean, LinkedIn looks at all these different things in order for them to score you seventy out of one hundred. So, how do you find this? Go just go Google Google search. LinkedIn SSI score. Okay. And that will come up with whatever a way to do it, a link. It'll, it'll, it'll come up with a link. You click on the link and it'll, it'll show you where to go through it. And it'll, it'll do it automatically for you. It doesn't cost anything. And it comes up with a score and then share that score with me just to let me know where you are. So like I said, my fluctuates, it, it goes down to 69. Now it's at 70. I think the highest I had was 72. I don't know what, I'm doing more now than I was doing back then. And I'm still only at a 70. So I don't know what the heck their LinkedIn is doing with these things. Okay. Maybe it's just some thing to keep me just keep every, every week I'm clicking on it to see what the score has it gone up. Has it gone up? It's like the stock market, right? Is my number gone up? So anyway, uh, let me get the real quick three, the three P's. And I'm about to get out of here because I need to take some. So I need to take my allergy needs to takes need to take my allergy pills because I'm about to start sneezing. And when that starts start sneezing, that's not going to look that's not going to be pretty. So I'm about to close up this show. But I got to end with the three P's. Right. Russell of hotels, the three P's. Number one, purpose. Number uh, purpose. Know why you're doing what you do. I mean, why do I do what I do? OK, I, I do this because I want to connect with Hospitality professionals. I want them to come on and talk about their journey be, to become a hospitality professional. Because there's other people behind us that want to do what we're doing. Why? I have no idea. But there's people that want to do it. So, okay, that's number one. Number two, passion. Either you have it or you don't. I'm here, you know, uh, obviously, you know, my I'm stuffed up, I'm congested. But I got a passion for what I'm doing. So I'm going to continue to do this. You know, this will go away, right? But I'm going to continue to do it because I have a passion for what I do. And if I didn't have a passion for it, guess what? I wouldn't do it. I'll be like, bunk that. I'm not doing it anymore. Perseverance. Be consistent. Continue to evolve. Don't give up and swerve when you need to. Okay. Swerve on air with Russell of hotels. We swerve. We don't pivot. Okay. So, but anyway, that's it. Next week, we're going to have this gentleman here, Mr. Amani Roberts. He has a book out. This is the second edition. It's called DJ's Mean Business. One night behind the turntables can spin your company's success. So Amani Roberts will be here. He's an author. He's a DJ. He's a professor at Cal State Fullerton, hospitality professor. He's the president of MPI, Southern California chapter. He has a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, he hasn't been on the show for a while, so we got to get an update on what's going on with Monty. Monty has helped me out with Social media. I mean, I know social media because of Amani Roberts. And guess what? I do a better job with social media than he does. We're going to talk about that. So, <laughs> but yeah, but I do, but he taught me all this stuff, right? So, so anyway, next week, Amani Roberts will be here. So you guys join in for next week. Uh, it'll be show number 139. So you guys be safe. Um, and then we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels. 
Please tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. as we talk to other hospitality professionals. Your feedback is important to Russell. Feel free to email him at russell at russelofhotels.com with any questions or suggestions. Until next time, try not to be a person of success, rather become a person of great value.